It's Tuesday the 19th of April, it's time to get your grin on with the Grincast, here to discuss the world of gaming from the past week. I'm host Ace, and joining me is Gozagos. Hello. Low on the ground again today. It's It's been a couple of weeks since we were uh, we were low, but let's not let that get us down. You thought I was going to say low, didn't you? <laughs> We've got some things to talk about. Not a ton of things, because... It's just a lot of NFTs, and I don't want to talk about those anymore. But we'll start, as we sometimes do. What you been playing, Gors? I've been playing more Reddit Online. I mean, I, I I've been playing it almost every day since I started because I I mean, that's kind of, that's the kind of game it's uh, addictive. Like you've got daily quests to do. Yeah, stuff like that. And it, it happens that daily quests are the best way to get gold, which is a secondary currency that you can also pay money for, but you can get it through dailies and missions and stuff. I mean, I still hate the game for its controls, but I also really like the game for different activities that you can do. And I mean, there's some satisfaction I get from figure out, figuring out how a janky game works and like just trying to play the system, uh, so to speak. <laughs> just trying to make my character do what I want him to do through like counterintuitive ways. Can't you rewind the controls? I mean, you can't rewind the controls, but it's like the controls are still convoluted and like sometimes you want to interact to to interact with an object you uh, typically come go close to the object you need to turn your character uh, to be uh, facing the object and then you get a prompt which you need to hold for like a second or so but sometimes you'll do that and the character does nothing and you need to wait till the prompt reappears to do that. Oh. So imagine having uh, like a bounty hunting mission. So you tie up your, your target and you need to pick them up, put them on your wagon or your horse and drive them to the sheriff. But imagine that it's during a gunfight and... <laughs> Your prompt just failed, and your character <laughs> is standing there while getting shot. Oh dear! So that happens quite a lot, and with different things, not just bounty hunting, and also like the like the game doesn't always detect that you're in the right position to interact with an object, so you need to wiggle around and try to be in the right spot for the prompt to appear it's it's pain it's pain oh goodness yeah i can't say that you're making me want to play this game it's kind of like playing a sim where you need to be like it won't it's it's not designed to be uh responsive to like do what you want to do all the time you need to do it the right way so like to pick up a body or whatever you need to be like next to it in front of it and not over it 
just because you're close to it doesn't mean to, in, to interact with it. So, like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, like, it's not always good to sprint or run to a target. Sometimes you just need to walk because you're going to overshoot. It's like it's like flying a spaceship in Elite Dangerous. That's how controlling your character is. <laughs> that's that's the perfect analogy. You need to approach your character like it's a spaceship, and also you need to approach your co- horse like it's a spaceship, and you need to approach your wagon like it's a spaceship. Also, <laughs> just spaceships all the way down. Yeah, I played. 3D, 3D games, 3D RPGs for a long time, and like early on, like if you go to Piranha Bytes Gothic uh, series, that was uh, pretty janky controls. So like I'm kind of used to it and like figuring it out. But yeah, you need some patience, I think, if you're gonna play it for a longer time. And there's like. And I mean that's that's the part of the game I hate, but I like how many different activities you can do. Like you can go hunting or or or, or just killing people people, right? But there there are several several activities that don't involve combat. Like uh, I recently got my moonshine shack, and delivering moonshine is basically. There's actually some combat involved, but like you need to drive your cart carefully, because if you hit bumps, uh, your cargo gets damaged, stuff like that. Uh, and I guess some people might find that frustrating, but I find it kind of relaxing, just looking at the terrain in front of me and figuring out, do I need to slow down, can I speed up now? And yeah you get paid at the end so yeah it's 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 nice i think that's one of my least favorite things in games get here with as little damage as possible but that really limits my options and speed i mean it's like it it feels more like uh i don't know it's not that you're limited to a speed you just try to make your card go as smoothly as possible you know like i i feel like there's type of games that you need to do that but can't think of an example right now like it's kind of like carling the sport you know what i'm talking about where people push a rock along the ice no, I can't say I've ever heard of that. Uh, I might be getting the name wrong, but basically, they will. Uh, there's three person, three people, I think, involved. One pushes a rock along the ice to like go to a specific target to to stop in a circle, basically as close oh, to the middle as possible. Yes, and and the other two have to sweep the ice. Yeah, yeah. it's. Kinda like that, but yeah, you have control of the of your cart and you can adjust the speed. So basically, you try to make it go as smoothly as possible. Like if you go too fast over a bump, the cart will jump. Uh, yeah, 
So I I actually enjoyed that. Weirdly, I I didn't think I did. I didn't think I would. I mean, but yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you could do bounty hunting and do that completely pacifist by just sneaking in, getting your bounty target, and just getting out before you get shot. It, it's fun how there are different ways to play the game. Well, at least you're enjoying this game you don't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's. I mean, it's it's definitely more satisfying for me to figure out a game that I wouldn't necessarily like and like find stuff that I enjoy about it and play a game that's kind of that's that that's a thing that I already played many times and I'm just you know and I still kind of enjoy it but I'm kind of tired of it like my eyes glaze over and I'm just kind of uh, I don't know just swimming yeah, through it autopilot. yeah like that it's it's more interesting to me to play Red Dead and play I don't know another generic platformer or something fair enough Myself, I spent the weekend playing... So, so you may not know that the Yakuza series had a spin-off um, uh, on the PlayStation Portable. And it, it features a new character, but the same town and same general tone. It was released only in Japan. I'm not going to try and pronounce the Japanese uh, name for it, because it's complicated and this isn't the Pals Enemy Lounge podcast. <laughs> the translated title is Black Panther Like a Dragon New Chapter. Okay, so it's a so is it a panther or a dragon? I'm confused now. <laughs> <laughs> the the guy wears a, a black tracksuit, so I suppose that's why he's like a black panther. And also the like a dragon is because Basically, he gets uh, he, he gets pulled into this uh, world of underground tournament fighting, okay. and the um, the name that the announcer gives him is uh, I forget the specifics. But it's, uh, it's something about a dragon, and um, I, I re- read a couple of weeks ago. I, I've been playing it for a few weeks, so I read a couple of weeks ago that the the it's aimed at a slightly younger audience than the main Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. That's why the protagonist is uh, uh, he's like a, in his early 20s rather than mid-30s, late 30s, <laughs> depending on which game you play. And that that was kind of weird to me because the story starts with your character having murdered someone. Oh. <laughs> and early on you decide right i need some money so i best go get a job i'll go to the supermarket to the um, convenience store no sorry we're not uh, we're not hiring you could try going down this street and asking here you go and ask there and it's a bikini bar where uh, your your job is to keep uh, the people in the front row from getting too excited you have to go side to side and hit the right button combination to push them back into their seats okay. and after you do um you do 10 in a row 
you then get to watch the show for a few seconds and then you do it again and watch the show a bit more. So I, I'm not quite sure where the, 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 uh, what age the audience they were specifically looking for, because it's certainly not a, a kid friendly version of <laughs> Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever played the Yakuza games, it is, you, you can definitely see how this is a cut down version and if if someone said to you make a version of the Yakuza series that can go on PlayStation Portable, this is exactly what you'd make. I mean, it's by the same developers, of course, but they didn't uh, they didn't skimp anywhere. It's it's got all the the mini games and there, there's a heavier focus on fighting, and uh, it's not the fighting is not as fun to me personally because. I'm, I'm not really into fighting games. I'm into the over-the-top movements of, that uh, Kiryu does in the main Yakuza games. So when I saw that uh, Judgment was on sale 50% off on the Xbox, I decided to finally buy it because I really enjoyed the main Yakuza games. I didn't really get along with Yakuza Like a Dragon, but that's... I'm putting it down to the turn-based combat. I really wasn't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought and installed Judgment. And if you told someone to make a next-generation version of Yakuza, this is exactly what they'd make. Why? Because it's everything that a Yakuza game is, plus... Whereas the uh, Black Panther one is everything a Yakuza game is minus, so it'd fit on a handheld. Oh, that's... I mean, I I actually played Judgment, I think we talked about that before, but I didn't play Yakuza before, so I I can't tell what the differences are. Well, the Judgment, as you're playing this, uh, this detective, for those of you who don't know, rather than a ex-Yakuza, he's an ex-lawyer who is now a detective, um, you uh, you have to um, investigate cases. So you're given the evidence as you work through the case and uh, all the um, uh, the witnesses and the suspects, etc. Whereas in just the normal Yakuza games, you f- follow the storyline rather than multiple storylines. <laughs> I mean, Judgment seems to have this one overarching plot, but I've literally just started Chapter 2 about five hours in. Um, and and I, I haven't found anywhere to do karaoke yet. I enjoy doing karaoke, which is weird for me to say because I hate rhythm-based games and quick-time events. I actually didn't get far into the main story. I got distracted by everything else, and currently I'm I'm still unpacking after a move, so my PlayStation is still hidden somewhere. I got it on my PS4, but yeah, I didn't get far into the story. I got distracted by different mini games and like relationships. 
with uh, town folk and yeah uh, you, you unlock friendships pretty early on so i went around uh, talking to people and buying food in in restaurants where it's got the little friendship icon and uh if if you spend uh, 7000 yen you get one point in uh, the the convenience stores and when you get 10 points you get a record that you can take to your uh, your home base office thing and play on the record players <laughs> so weird i i don't think i uh i uh i was aware of the records i i i, I was just trying to like if you become a friend with someone from a convenience store you like when you're fighting near you get a special action yeah <laughs> so i was just walking around and looking all of those because <laughs> the yeah because those special actions are ridiculous I, I especially like that's actually not related to our friendship but if you do one on the street uh you push a guy against a car uh, of some yakuza people and like he gets mad at them and they just drag him into the car and drive off with him <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i really so. do like environmental stuff like that yeah it's super entertaining For, from what i've seen i've i've explored most of kamurocho which is the the town that um all the yakuza games take part in or part of them takes part in and it's although some of the stores have changed it's definitely the same place that there's uh, hidden areas uh, you can go up on top of the uh, up some stairs to go on top of the baseball court yeah we'll go with court it's definitely a series that i enjoy and i'm still enjoying and uh, although the uh Black Panther came out on PlayStation Portable in Japan only. I am playing a fan translation. It's not a very good fan translation. The people who did it admit that. The translation for the second game is apparently much better, but I wanted to play the first game before I got to the second game. There's a lot of menus that aren't translated. It's just asterisks. (laughs) They didn't even leave in the original kanji. It's just asterisks right but the uh, the uh, um main story uh stuff is all translated it's just the the side stuff and mini games and all that but anyway not sure how to segue into our news <laughs> we have news we have news get your news <laughs> the first news story we wanted to talk about is how uh, according to a Business Insider report, uh, Microsoft are going to bring ads into free-to-play Xbox games. Um, they're being careful not to quote-unquote irritate players or disrupt games. So people think that it's going to be stuff in billboards. and I mean, this has been going on for years. Uh, Activision games, uh, Spider-Man, Web of Shadows, Tony Hawk's, uh, Electronic, Art, Electronic Arts did it with Need for Speed, and um, Burnout 3, Prototype, lots of games have had ads. I mean, 
all um, all uh, football games have the official kits, don't they? And those have adverts on them. Mm. Or sponsors, sorry. It's not an advert. <laughs> but it is. Um, but, uh, but it's uh, interesting that they're f- kind of looking to focus these on free-to-play games to, uh, to, to convince developers to make free-to-play games on the Xbox. Mm. And um, I, I mentioned that we were going to cover this story to my wife, and she said, well, why are they going to do that? And I, I said, uh, well, if you're playing a free-to-play game and you like it, then your options are, you know, buy something from the, the premium store or whatever, or just see some ads on some billboards somewhere. So long as they don't uh, they don't plaster them, like you log in and it says Mountain Dew. Right. Then uh, then that's not um, that's, that's not too egregious because as I said, games have been doing it for years. I mean, I can see people getting really upset with just a mention of that because uh, yeah, it's like. If people seem to dislike that on principle. They don't. They they don't think. They don't understand. Uh, I I I mean I'm not saying that the the developers certainly need more money, but it's like you don't know. You don't. You never know how much money they are making. How much money they spent on development. Like m- maybe they do like need more funding. Like it's never, it's never considered. It's just ads are bad. I don't want that in my game. Like they don't think if it's actually annoying. It's just the knowledge that they are there, and they don't like that, knowing that they are there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very true, because well, not every game can be Fortnite. It's not every game is is free to play and obviously raking in millions a year. I mean it's like, I, I know that's feasible, but maybe the developers should post like their numbers like publicly and say this is how much we are we're making money. Like yeah, like let people judge. Uh, and then like react instead of like I don't know just knee-jerk reaction because like may- maybe they are right to be mad but they wouldn't know they're just mad already yeah be be mad with some information rather than mad because I I don't like the idea that you are trying to sell me a, a Netflix account in Fortnite mm-hmm and it's like if you know that, and then you see, oh, they they actually took care not to shove it in our faces. Like I'm okay with that because yeah, it doesn't actually bother me that much. Think a little before you before you write angry comments or on the internet or make a video on your five million subscribers YouTube channel. Seriously. 
Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of free, free to play games that have a uh, that have a premium currency, Red Dead Online, for instance. Right. But not all of them are like super obvious about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Desert Online, sorry, Black Desert, they they rebranded. Uh, it, it's it's there, but you have to go into the store to find mention of of um, oh, you can buy stuff with real money. Um, DC Universe Online, however, the instant you log on, it's like give us some money for this and click no. Okay, well, we've got this pack available for this amount of money. No. Okay, well, how about you could subscribe for a monthly fee? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah, I, I remember I, I used to play a lot of uh, MMOs or MOs that uh, a lot are made like in Korea and China and the, they are like they're brought over here translated and some of those like have stuff like that just in the game in mechanics of the game like you finish a level and you get rewards and then you get a little box saying oh if you had a premium account you would get another reward oh yeah like that's that's the kind of stuff that's that annoys me a little there's a lot of mobile games that do that Here's your prize. Oh, but if you tap this ad, you get another prize. Mm. And and funny thing about that that you, you mentioned mobile is people think that this is a mobile game thing, but it actually originated in those uh, Korean and Chinese MMOs like 15, maybe even 20 years ago. Like that was before mobile gaming really took off. Like, you couldn't put that on your mobile games because mobile games were super simple back there, back then. So it's not a mobile game thing. It's like an MMO thing, an MO thing. Just just a technicality, I think. Like, people like to shit on mobile games, like, saying that this is this game is bad, it's like a mobile game, but it's it's not. That's not... That's not where the the mobile game stuff came from. Like that was on PC way before. I mean, have you seen some mobile games? Uh, Genshin Impact is a mobile game, and people <laughs> think that looks lovely. Uh, but on the subject of MMOs, question mark um, Club Penguin rewritten has been shut down by Disney. And the website has been seized by the London police, according to a post in uh, the subreddit Club Penguin Rewritten. Um, Basically, uh, Disney have been fine with this um, fan resurrection of Club Penguin for a few years, but they've decided, nope, that's it, no more, and brought the full weight of the law (laughs) down on them. It is to do with uh, the only message left in the uh, in the Discord server for the game is uh, CP rewritten 
is shutting down effective immediately due to a full request by Disney. We have voluntarily given control over the website to the police for them to continue their copyright investigation. Oh, because it's Disney. Yeah. Now yeah. our our overlords. Disney that have sense. Disney have owned uh, the Club Penguin property since 2007, 2007 and uh, shut it down in 2017 and then shut down the replacement mobile game Club Penguin Island in 2018. <laughs> and, um, yeah, people obviously want that to, to still exist because this is the second uh, attempt to bring the bring it back that has you know been shut down the last one was uh, shut down because of uh, some unsavory stuff uh, apparently and this one is is just due to copyright uh, oh, here we go. Uh, TechCrunch got a email from the City of London Police, from the Police Intellectual Property Crime Unit. Following a complaint under copyright law, PIPCU have seized a gaming website as part of an ongoing investigation into the site. Three people were arrested on April 12th which is weird because we're in the UK, so it should be 12th of April, on suspicion of distributing materials, infringing copyright, and searches were carried out. They've been released under investigation, and to aid with the police investigation, they agreed to sign over the website to the control of PIPCU. I'd hate to run a fan website for a couple of years, only to be arrested because Disney said, no, we own that penguin. I wonder if uh, I don't know. Like I'm not versed in law at all, let alone copyright law. If that's like under fair use or whatever, but I imagine that whether it was whether it wasn't, if Disney said no, then people, the authorities would take action because Disney, they're big. There, there is uh, something down the bottom of the uh, TechCrunch article I'm reading from that says that recently the game rolled out a feature that allowed players to watch an ad in exchange for an in-game gift. Mm. And they were also generating ad revenue. Apparently they were donating anything they didn't need for the cost of web servers, but they were still... I know, even if you're putting all of the money back into the project you are still making money which as we've discussed in the past nintendo cracked down on mainly on uh, rom websites that make money right so this could be a similar sort of thing that disney saw someone is making money off of our property that isn't us so let's get them arrested mm, yeah i wonder how much were they making Three pounds. I don't know how much you pay to how much you have to pay to maintain a server. I can tell you, uh, ad revenue is not great because you know, ad blockers. <laughs> right. Yeah. I use those. I mean, I don't. I don't. Nintendo, Disney, don't cancel me. 
as long as you're looking at Disney ads, they don't care. <laughs> well, I mentioned Nintendo, and our last news story and main topic concerns Nintendo. Uh, it's, it's happened multiple times this year, hasn't it, so far? <laughs> uh, apparently, Bandai Namco are remastering a 3D action game for Nintendo. Because a... a, a what multiple job listings on Bandai Namco's Japanese website have uh, uh, mentioned that they're seeking people uh, to get a project up and running, as well as uh, visual artists to perform HD remastering of 3D backgrounds on a Nintendo contract. Oh. So since that there's not much that news story, I figured our main topic could be uh, about uh, which 3D action game do you want, or do you think it could be? Yeah, that's a hard one, because Namco's published a ton of stuff. I mostly know them from, uh, like, anime adaptation, which I never play. Like, they release seven of those a year, but yeah, they released a lot of different stuff well if if it's a just a nintendo property then um, the metroid prime games perhaps oh maybe people uh, have I been mean, suggesting the so... legend of zelda ocarina of time and majora's mask but they've they've had what two remasters each so far um metroid prime would probably like good one because people like that one those ones those two there were two like right there were three oh so, so they and like they're, those and they're two. working on a fourth yeah right i knew that <laughs> well there's uh, star fox the, the star fox games uh star fox 64 star fox assault star fox adventure the game that i think and hope it is is Chibi Robo, that was published by Nintendo and it was co-developed by Bandai. Oh, Skip Limited and Bandai developed, and Nintendo published on the GameCube in two thousand and five. So, yeah, that, that's the one that I think and hope. Because who doesn't love a little tiny robot who needs to keep plugging himself in? There's some, uh... yeah. Plugging himself in sounds sounds a bit wrong. There's a, a couple of F Zero games. It could be uh, they they could have seen how well Kirby the latest Kirby's done. It could be Kirby sixty four. I mean, it's unlikely to be an N sixty four remaster. <laughs> but I hope it's some One Piece game so Prince is happy. That would that would be crazy because <laughs> yeah, Bandai make well at least publish all of the uh, One Piece games. I mean, it could be. <laughs> there, there were some One Piece games on Nintendo, I think. On DS. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm discounting the DS. Like, it could be a, a DS game. I mean, it's, it's unlikely. But it could be. Maybe they remastering Elden Ring. Wouldn't they be demastering it for the Switch? I don't know. 
Maybe like, because remastering means like you make, like you make a record and you make a track or a song, whatever you record that, and that's your master copy, and then you need to like compress it to ship it on a CD or whatever. So like maybe they made Elden Ring for Nintendo Switch originally, and then before they ship it, they had to upgrade the graphics. So Master Copy is actually a Switch game. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> Likely, less so. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I see your point. I, I wouldn't want to upgrade graphics from a Switch version. That would take work. Well, hopefully you could uh, you could get Bandai Namco to upgrade the graphics for you, <laughs> like Nintendo doing. Uh, but yeah, I, was, uh, I just realized something. When they uh, really released the new GTA San Andreas, they upgraded the graphics, right? They they put it through <laughs> some filters, so that's that's how you do it, like. That's the the Elden Ring that we got is the result of that process that they use on GTA game. <laughs> right, I think we've reached the end of our podcast. Thank you for joining me, girls and girls. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening uh, to the Greencast and better yet, thank you for subscribing wherever you found this episode. You can find more from us on GameGrin.com finding us on social media or listening to the Pals Anime Lounge podcast. And until next time, play on.